This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk episode 17 uh, part of the Rams Funty Review Show. I've got three great guests with me today to talk about a little bit of a depressing result against Charlton, but we've got all the reaction to that and all the build-up for the two games we've got across the next week against Mansfield and Barnsley. So, to kick us off, um, as I said, three fantastic guests. Uh, the first one, Casey Mosley. How are you, mate? Fantastic, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. Thank you very much for coming back on. Uh, we've also okay. got Vic Singh. How are you, mate? I'm all good. How are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. Um, pleasure to see you again, Vic. You're, you're a very regular uh, contributor on the podcast now. And uh, I think you're completing your hat-trick today, Kieran Norton. I am indeed. Better late than never, but I'm here. <laughs> how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all good, man. Yeah. I'm doing very good, thank you. So let's jump straight into it, straight into the football. Saturday. We're playing Charlton. It's an annoying game. You know, we've all seen it. Everyone listens to this has seen it. Um, absolutely dominate the first half. It should be about 10-0 up. End up losing 1-0. It's it's classic derby. It's classic derby away from home. Um, not going to lie, kind of missed it a little bit. I mean, I don't miss the feeling afterwards. But uh, to come away from a, a game thinking, oh, we probably should have won that, it uh, makes you remember we do still have a club to support. So, Casey... That first half, it, it, we battered them, didn't we? It was it was ridiculous. It was quality. I think I've not seen that for, for some real long time, for away days especially. Um, mm. Like I say, it's been a long time. And it, it just felt good to see a team that actually wants to play good football and, and well, nearly score a goal, of course. But yeah. <laughs> nearly. Nearly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, by the looks of it, this season, it's, look, it's, it's looking really good already so hopefully it'll be more improvements but yeah hopefully we'll get the goal soon yeah I agree and you know you say there we played brilliantly just couldn't find the back of the net um a man who, who desperately needs a goal uh James Collins had two fantastic chances yesterday uh the first one he probably should have taken with the inside of his foot ends up using the outside of his foot the keeper makes a good save and the second one just before half time he hits the inside of the post uh Vic I mean, he looks a handful, but he, he does need to hit the back of the net, doesn't he? 
Yeah, I think the sooner he hits the back of the net, I think the floodgates will open with uh, with Collins. Um, kind of reminds me a bit like when Vidra started off. He didn't score for his first few games and then bang, 26 goals in that season. So hopefully Collins can do that for us. Um, he's getting closer. It's just not, it's just, he's just not getting the rub of the green, is he? No, no, I, I don't think he could get much closer than uh, hitting the inside of the post. I mean, Vic, you made the, the comparison there with Mate Vidra. I think a comparison people have made um, more recently is Chris Martin. You know, Chris Martin, similar kind of player, jumps straight in, uh, barely scores a goal and and much like Vidra, goes and smashes, what, like 25 later on. So, yeah, I think patience is needed. Um, so, Vic, I mean, you know, make that Chris Martin comparison. Would you say that's an accurate comparison too? Yeah, I think he gets himself about the pitch a bit more, works hard, he doesn't stop running. Um, He's got that physical build. It's, uh, just think, as soon as he gets those, uh, as soon as he gets that first goal, we're going to see the floodgates open, similar to Martin. So it's nice to see a proper number nine up top for Derby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've missed one, haven't we? I know Colin Cousin Richards sort of did the business a little bit behind closed doors, but last season, season before, maybe even you know, season before that, we really did miss that focal point up top. Um, so, you know, carrying on with our brilliant first half. It's so frustrating, isn't it? We talk about how good our first half was and we didn't hit the back of the net. Uh, another player that had a really good chance, Kieran, is Corey Smith. Mm. It seems a weird one. He seems to play this attacking midfield role, which is a bit weird considering he's only scored five or so career goals. Um, what did you make of his performance? Um, I have to say, like when we first signed him, I'll I'll put my hands up and say I weren't really uh, sure about him as a player. I've not really heard too much about him. I saw a lot of positives from um, Swansea fans about him. So um, first time I kind of saw him was uh, at Leicester in the pre-season game, and I thought he was he was a bit of a bright spark, and he looked like he wanted to make things happen. And like you said, I'm kind of trying to figure out what kind of role he's playing at the moment. I do like him in that attacking mid. He he, he likes to. Um, get the ball and try and make things happen. Um, obviously, I had the, the good chance against Charlton. Um, I think, like the rest of the team, as soon as it starts gelling a bit better and we do start hitting the back of the net more, I think he'll uh, pop up with a few quality goals. I think he's got it in him. Um, it's very positive. And I noticed, um, I don't know if anyone else picked up on it, he doesn't like to pass backwards or sideways. When he picks up the ball, he's the first one to spin and look forward, which is something we've been begging for for a couple of seasons now so yeah overall I think it was a good performance yeah yeah I think I'd agree um but Kieran I guess another question is the last two games when he's come on Louis Sibley's looked really really good hasn't he he's he's looked direct he's looked quick he's made things happen he's put so much pressure on them I think out of the midfield three if any midfielder is going to drop out it'd probably be Corey Smith um Obviously, we'll get on to predicting the next couple of games later on. But do you think that Sibley's the better option in that position? Um, I get it's a weird one because um, I do like Sibley. I, I like him a lot, uh, not just as a player, just as a lad. Anyway, he's from my area. I've bumped into him a few times and stuff. Um, he's, he's a good lad. But um, for whatever reason, it he just doesn't seem to do it when he starts. He's he's. Uh, it's so good from the bench. Obviously, we saw it at um, Peterborough at home last year when he scored the winner and the impact he's had on the past couple of games when he comes off the bench. Um, I don't know why he doesn't start or why it doesn't happen for him when he doesn't start, but 
I'd prefer to have his impact off the bench if his performances in recent times are anything to go by. Um, he may be the better option in terms of his technical ability, but I'd prefer him coming off the bench given what I've seen so far this season. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's that's quite a good take on it, actually. Um, but I guess we've not seen him start yet this season, have we? And, and, well, yeah, this is and it. everything could change. But yeah, it does seem weird, doesn't it? He seems to have been more of an impact player over the last couple of years. And when he does start, he, he never seems to have that same, well, I guess, impact. But I think the problem is a lot of the time when he does start, he, he starts on the wing. Yeah. And whenever we start him on the wing, he's he's not the same player, is he? And I mean, what what do you think of Sibley on the wing? I, I, I can't say I'm a fan. Um, again, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, to be fair. Um, I think he's so wasted, especially um, when he plays on the left um, of midfield, because we all know he's got, a, he's got a good left foot. There's no denying that. So if he is going to play out wide, I prefer him on the right, coming in onto his left. I think he's so wasted um, out wide. I mean, we've seen it before with um, Jason Knight. And I know Jason Knight's a completely different player in, with his versatility and whatever. But there's so many times in the past couple of seasons where we've been screaming for Knight to be in and around the box. And he's stood out wide with the fullback, just not having an impact. And it would be a shame to see the same thing happen to Sibley. So... I think if we are going to utilise him, it is going to have to be in that 10 role or probably not at all. Yeah, uh, and I completely agree. I think you've summed it up pretty well there. Um, and a player you touched on there, Kieran, uh, is Jason Knight. And, and Casey, I'll I'll come to you with this one. Um, you know, it's another game. We've seen Jason Knight right back. Um, obviously, at this point in time, we've still not signed another right back. Um, we've obviously got Kwaku Aduro, who, you know, he looks a decent player. Is he ready? I don't know. I'd assume not by the fact that Jason Knight's played at right back. Um, I mean, he, he had another decent game, didn't he? Is, he? is he starting to make that position his own? Well, I've had no complaints with him at right back at the moment. I mean, is he, he's good at going forward and he's even good at coming back. So the fact is, it's a good position at the moment while we've got Mendes Lang and all that at the forward positions at the moment. So at the moment, I think it'll be the better option for him. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Mendes Lang there. Um, he does seem to link up quite well down that right hand side with Mendes Lang, and, yeah. and it's created you know a number of chances over the last couple of games. Um, do you think that's getting the best out of Mendes Lang too? Absolutely, but I'll, however, I have seen him not. I think a full ninety minutes for him is not good for him at the moment because you could tell at the second half he was really tired and all that. But I think. Obviously, like the rest of the players, I think they're not 100% fitness rates just yet. But from what I've seen with Menezag and the night like connection there, I think it's really looking good at the moment. Yeah, I think it must be tough for Mendes Lang carrying about 80 kilograms of pure muscle as well. <laughs> um, I mean, to lug that around the pitch must be must be a lot of effort. But, you know, you, you're exactly right there, Casey. I mean, you, you talk about... Uh, our lack of fitness levels and we are behind you know Rossini has said it some of the players have said it we're at, at least two three weeks behind almost every other club in the league so the fact that we're playing the football that we're playing already is is really promising um, and and Vic you know we talk about how we haven't managed to find the back of the net uh, we've got a lad on the left wing Tom Barkhausen scored two goals in pre-season Looked really, really good in pre-season. Looked really quick. What's happening with him? Because he just seems so quiet. 
maybe maybe that pre-season form alerted these clubs and maybe they're sort of doubling up on him. Um, he's been, he was quiet against Oxford. I think he was pretty quiet against Charlton as well. Maybe teams have sort of watched him over pre-season and thought he's one of our main attacking outlets, which probably frees up the space for Mendes Lang to do what he does on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, again, it could be down to fitness. It could be down to the players not gelling just yet. I think once it clicks, it's gonna. It's, we're gonna. You're gonna see us just like shoot, and we're gonna go like from strength to strength. So again, <laughs> with as Derby fans, we've got to have patience with this with this team. So, and again, like even even talking about Charlton, those results are gonna happen over the season. It's inevitable. Um, so we've got to get used to teams sitting sitting back and hitting us on the counter. Um, in terms of Barkhausen. It could be just a lack of fitness. It could be just doubling up on him. But once he, I reckon he's probably like Collins. Once he gets his first goal, he'll probably start scoring and assisting more as well. Yeah, I think it's all in hope at the minute, isn't it? Like you've said there, like if some of these players can get their first goal, you know, get that confidence, get that big result, I, I think we'll do really good. And and I think next Saturday's game is a really, really good chance to do that. And I'm sure we'll say that so many times throughout the season. But Saturday is going to be huge, you know, and and we'll we'll come on to that later. Uh, but quickly, just before we go on to the next game, uh, the Mansfield game on Tuesday, um, we had a lot of corners, <laughs> like a, a lot of corners. I can't remember us ever having fourteen corners in a game before. Like, it's actually crazy, and the fact that we didn't create really one single chance from all of those corners was was ridiculous. And Kieran. We had a lot of corners. Uh, Conor Horahan put almost every single one into the box. Not one of them met a derby head. What, what's going wrong? Um, it's such a it's such a repetitive subject for a derby team. I mean, not just from corners, from set pieces in general. We have, for as long as I can remember, we have just never been one of those teams that capitalises on set pieces. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if we have someone designated set pieces in training. I just, I don't know. We've just never been, I mean, we've never been the biggest, biggest of sides anyway. But when you've, like you said then, when you've got people like Horahan and people like Barkhauser or Sibley, who we know can put delicious balls into the box. And now we've got someone like Collins and the height of Mendes Lang, you think surely one's going to break. But yet again, it hasn't. So I don't really know the answer to that question. Um, that's one for the Derby coach just to answer for us, I think. Yeah, it, it's it's weird, isn't it? It's so, so weird that we've we just never been good at it. And it does seem strange. You get that with a lot of teams where they're always very good at certain things and always not so good at, at other things. And yeah, corners and set pieces are the thing that we always struggle with. I mean, we had that one really good season, didn't we, with Harry Wilson? Uh, and we're talking recent years, obviously, if we go back in time, we've got the likes of, you know, Idiakes, uh, Iranio and all of them who were, you know, semi-decent at, at free kicks and corners. But you, you speak recent history and we've had probably one season in 10 where we've been any good at them. And our height is obviously a problem. You know, we, our centre-backs aren't big. Apart from we've got Davis, who's what, like 6'3", 6'4". Cashin's about six foot. Roberts is about six foot. You know, with Forsyth out of the equation, we've lost a lot of height there. We don't really have any gigantic midfielders either. All three of our midfielders are, you know, quite small, quite sprightly and, and more technical rather than brutes in the middle. 
Um, so yeah, I, you've just got to hope that we come up with something creative. Um, you know, we've all seen that forest corner from the weekend, so hopefully we don't try anything like that. Um, but hopefully we do come up with something. But right, two games to look forward to. Um, one I'm looking forward to a lot more than the other one. So we'll go through the other one first. Mansell at home. Um, I can't remember, is this the EFL Cup or the Pizza Trophy? I think it's the EFL Cup, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Carabao Cup. Carabao Cup. So, Mansfield, we're playing them twice in a few weeks. Uh, it's the Nigel Clough derby. It's the, uh, you know, many players derby because everywhere Nigel Clough goes, he takes every ex-Burton and derby player with him. Casey, Mansfield have won one and lost one so far. Um, they beat Tranmere on Saturday. Uh, I, I don't really know what that means. I'm not going to pretend that I have any special knowledge on on Mansfield or Tranmere. Um, it's always tough against Clough sides. Uh, Derby have found it tough a lot of the time, you know, especially when he was Burton manager. How do you think it'll go? I think Clough's going to go all at it, to be fair. He's, I think ever since he was sacked at Derby, I think he's just had a thing where he just wants to, to beat Derby every time he's had, when he's had a chance and all that, wherever he's been and all that. But I think it'll be a scenario where I think we need to put a fair squad out. We're not we put too many changes as well. But yeah, I think we should give him a good game and all at the end. Yeah, and and Vic, as, as Casey just said there, you know, we should probably put a good squad out because Clough is a cup manager. He's got a really good record in, in most cup competitions. You know, he's taken the likes of us and Sheffield United and Burton and, well, even Mansfield themselves to pretty deep into different cup competitions. It's going to be a hard one. Do we play a first team? I don't think we have much of a choice, really. I mean, we haven't got that big of a squad. Um, but I think we'll get, we'll see the likes of like Sibley start. Um, hopefully McGoldrick might be fit enough to get get the minutes under his belt but again I don't know if Cop's going to be our priority but it's a good chance for these players to build their fitness so I wouldn't be surprised if he does go with a, a fully strength squad Clough will be up for it he always is when he comes to when he comes to town or plays against like a, a next team um, but yeah I think for us more importantly it's the minutes um, if we get a win great if not move on to the pizza trophy in the league <laughs> exactly and and I'll be very very disappointed if we don't make at least the final of the pizza trophy I think I'm, I'm just as invested in that as I am the league um, so you know Vic and Casey have both spoken there Kieran about rotating the team you know we, we kind of have to play a first team but we do have those options um, what players that don't really or haven't really had a chance so far are you looking forward to seeing Um like Vic suggested there, I think we can see probably Sibley from the off. Um, I think uh, Kyle Dobby might get, um, maybe not a start, but I think he'll certainly get a few more minutes than he did um, at the weekend. Um, I'd maybe see Forsyth. I think Forsyth might even captain us, possibly. Um, I'm not sure. On, I think Chester is that injured, as far as I'm aware. Um, so I, th- I don't think the back line will change that much. Uh, we may see Medora at right back. They might even see the changing goalkeepers. I, might, I think um, Scott Loach might get the nod. Um, I think for me at the moment, obviously it's always nice to have a cup run, but 
um, at the moment. I think fitness and just getting minutes in the tank is far more uh, important. Um, if we win, then fair enough. If we don't, then I'm not going to be massively, massively bothered about it. And I think our focus has to be the league this year and any cup run is going to be a bonus. Yeah, I think you're right. And, you know, I, I hope that Lewis Dobbin starts because I don't know who Carl Dobbin is, but oh, I don't know yeah. if he'd be uh, <laughs> anywhere near as good as, as Lewis. Yeah. But, but no, it's, I think you're right. Um, and, you know, we might even see the likes of Richard Stearman as well at centre-half. I, I think the whole team will be shuffled round. I think the whole bench is going to be on the pitch. And I think, you know, Scott Loach starting is a, a good shout. It's uh, a good chance for him to, to prove himself as well after a few years in non-league. So, do we really care about that game? Not massively. It's great if we win, not too sad if we lose. But onto a game that we really do care about, Barnsley at home. Um, they've won one, lost one, same as Mansfield have, uh, and they beat Cheltenham 1-0 at the weekend. And what I found quite interesting about that was that it was ex-Derby winger Luke Thomas who scored the winner. Um, he's now 23, he's been about a bit, and he seems to have you know found his home again in Barnsley. And Casey, you know, Barnsley are a, a team that, you know, have championship pedigree. They're one of the bigger teams in the league, which is quite sickening to say out loud. Um, what do you make of it? I think, well, we have got a good home record against Barnsley, per se, but we've also got a bad one away, however, which it's been always been one of those at Oakland lately. But um, yeah, I'd expect them to be fully going at it, as you say, but I think with the defence we've got at the moment, which is looking not too bad at home as well. I think I think we shouldn't have no problems getting three points at least, but I can't see us losing this time, hopefully not. But yeah. <laughs> I, I like your ambition. Um, I, I wish I was as confident as you, Casey. Um, Vic, you know, Barnsley are a good side um, and, you know, Casey's confident that we'll get the points, but they do play a back three and Derby seem to have this weird thing with back threes where they seem to throw us every time we play them. Um, what are your thoughts around that? Uh, oh, I'm not too sure to be honest. I think I think we'll give it a go. I think we'll stick to our guns, stick to Plan A. Uh, we'll play our football. Uh, from what I've seen at Barnsley, mostly last season and a bit this season, they do like to get the ball on the deck and they like to play football as well. Uh, we tend to do pretty good against those sorts of teams. It could be similar to Oxford where it's be cagey for about 60 minutes and then we might get an opening chance, we might get the goal. Um, I think even we've experimented with the back three a couple of times last season. Um, wasn't really to our acquired taste. I won't be surprised if we do go to that away from home this year. Um, but I think I think we'll be okay. I mean, I'll probably take a draw against Barnsley just because, like I said, they've been here and done it in League One. They know what it takes to get promoted. It'll be a tough game for us. Um, and we're still finding our feet. So if we don't put the chances away, I'll take a draw. Um, but if not, you got to win your home games and draw your away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Kieran, I mean, you know, we've we've scored one in two so far um, in the league. Do you think that'll change? I do. I mean, I for what well, I just I hate when we play Barnsley. I absolutely hate it home and away. There's something about Barnsley that when I watch his um, play against them, my stomach's just. I always just think that something bad is going to happen. I mean. Um, like you said about the back three, um, I've brought it up before. There's just something about back threes that Derby do not like playing against. Um, I mean, in recent years, Barnsley have been a, a very give it to the centre half and 
lump it to the forward and hope for the best kind of team. But I noticed in probably past season, season and a half, they've they have recruited a, um, a lot more technical players and they've become a better footballing team. So, um, like Vic said, I think it could be in Oxford, maybe the first 50, 60 minutes. It'll be kind of um, figuring out who's going to make the first move. And then I can see... Um, was basically twisting and running, running right in the past half an hour. Or so I'm going two 0 Derby. Oh, oh, I like it. We'll, we'll get onto everyone's predictions now. Um, so we'll come to you, Casey. I want a prediction for the Mansfield game, and I want a prediction for Barnsley. I think the Mansfield game is going to go to penalties. I feel I really think that's going to happen, and I think we're going to get knocked out. But it'll be a one-one draw all the way to the penalties. That's going to be. One of those, I reckon. Honestly, um, I think it'll be like Oxford. It'll be done. it'll be a one goal decider, and I think it'll be a one nil to Derby. Sounds good. Sounds good, Vic. Yeah, I've got to agree with Casey on that one. I think Mansfield's going to go to penalties. I think we might we might win. I don't know. Depends who's in goal. But Barnsley, I'm going to go for a one-one. I just don't think we'll get the I don't think we'll get the three points, but I'll take a I'll take a draw. Oh, Kieran. Hmm. Uh, as I've already said, 2-0 uh, against Barnes. I think Tuesday night at Mansfield. I think we're gonna lose two one in ninety minutes. Wow, what what a positive uh <laughs> set of results we've got today. I, I think I, I'm with you guys. I think uh regarding Mansfield I think it'll be really close really really close you know it, it won't be our first team and it will be theirs this will be you know I was about to say their cup final but we're playing it again in a few weeks but this will be you know one of the, one of their biggest games of the year um, attendance wise too so I think it's going to be possibly similar to Crawley in the cup I've you know something like a five all draw uh, knowing us we'll probably lose on penalties but but I'll hope we'll win uh, going on to Barnsley, I think this is the week where it's going to click. I think we'll get an early goal and then it'll be, you know, good from there. I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to say 4-1. I'm going to be ambitious. I'm going to say 4-1. Yeah. I know, I know. I said 1-0 for Oxford and it came true. So, you know, you're just going to hope that it that the streak carries on. Um, but lads, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you very much for coming on. As always, um, all three of you are very reliable, very good. And I always really enjoy it. Um, if you did enjoy the episode, please do consider following, subscribing and, and rating the podcast on whatever you listen to us on. Um, it does mean a lot and it does help us out too. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And lads, thank you very much for coming on. No worries. Right. Thanks for having us. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.